bestie. Welcome back to your Orthodox Besties podcast. We are your hosts, Miriam and Mary, and we're so glad you're here tuning into candid conversations about your burning questions. If you're new to the podcast, this is a hotline style show for youth and young adults, meaning you write in your questions and we discuss them here in a short, sweet, and significant dialogue. Through our faith, experience, and knowledge, we hope to challenge your thoughts, encourage you to better understand yourself, and help you see the value you bring to this world as Christ intended. Please remember that every situation is unique to its circumstances, and our answers are not meant to be prescriptive in any way. And with that in mind, let's dive in to today's question. So today's question, while it might be a little bit general, is very, very good. I don't know how we're going to go about answering this one, but uh, hopefully we will figure it out as we go. So here it goes. What are some general boundaries that we should set at the start of a relationship slash new friendship? Oh, so easy. (laughs) I leave all the easy ones for you. I think it's very hard to give a general and broad response to this because every relationship and every friendship is really different, even from the start. Because I know for myself, like sometimes I'll meet someone and I'll feel like an instant connection with them. I'm like, wow, it feels like we've been friends forever. And like we're joking around and we're having a great time. But that doesn't mean that I shouldn't set a boundary there, right? Like that doesn't mean that I could let all my guards down just because we have a connection. I think when approaching relationships and friendships as harsh as this might sound I think there does need to be a gate or a wall or like something up before letting it down you know I'm trying to think about where I had heard this from but it stuck with me that the quicker it takes for you to get really 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 close to someone that's the same amount of time it usually takes for the relationship or the friendship to fall apart and that has always stuck with me and I have definitely experienced that firsthand because you were mentioning that whole connection and that can be really exciting whether it's in a relationship or in a friendship where you're just like wow we have so much in common you think so much like me we like to do all the same things this is so fun and it seems really genuine it seems really easy it almost seems a little too good to be true. And I don't know, but I don't know about you, but in my experience with situations like that, I find it usually falls apart because one of the two is being ingenuine. Like there's something there that is not allowing both people to fully be themselves. It's almost like you're caught up in wanting to be like one another or wanting to have that connection that you almost get lost in the other person when things happen that quickly. Or maybe you're just connecting on surface level, Mm -hmm. right? And that's why you're able to make that quick connection because it's just things that are funny or things that are sarcastic or things that you enjoy. But then when you have deeper conversations or you get to actually know the person in front of you, you're like, wait, actually, we're not that alike. Mm -hmm. Or we don't have the same views or values or whatever it might be. We just enjoy the same things. And I think that's why that falls apart or that relationship crashes because I genuinely think in all relationships and friendships, the core values and the core beliefs need to kind of align. Even it doesn't matter about faith, I guess, if you want to say that, like, I, I don't think it matters. Like if we're the same faith or if we have the same beliefs, that's not what I mean by that. I mean, in the sense, like, how do I live my life? How do I interact with others? How do I value another human being when those align I think it's very easy to build a foundation on that. 
I hear what you're saying, but I feel like I want to push back a little bit Go on that. It. Because a lot of the times your values and the way you approach really important topics in life, including your goals, including even just the way you see the world, a lot of that really is dictated by faith. So I think that sometimes it's a lot easier to connect with people who do share the same faith if you are both truly engaged in it in a genuine way. It's not just like, oh, we go to the same church or we call ourselves Orthodox by name. It's more than that. Um, But even in the superficial lens, like, yeah, there are a lot of things that you have in common, even just like when you are friends with someone who has cultural similarities to Mm -hmm. you. It's just natural. And no, there's nothing really wrong with that. Um, But I, I do think it's a lot easier, actually, to connect with people who are of the same faith. Sure. And you mentioned culture. And of course, that plays a role and there are so many determining factors that can provide that commonality. But I'm just saying I don't think our instinctual response to someone who doesn't have the same faith is like, ah, oh, we're not going to be compatible oh, or of course not. we're not going to get along. We don't have the same values. That's why I'm saying like it's more about the core values and the core way that that person lives life that you'll find if you can continue a relationship or a friendship. Yeah, for sure. And I know we're sort of a little off topic, but I'm still enjoying this enough to continue (laughs) so i think just off of that point there's actually a great deal of value in trying to connect with people that are different than you particularly when making friends i think in relationships it becomes a lot more complicated when you're considering sort of people of different faiths especially if they're very different Mm -hmm. so i don't really want to go down that rabbit hole just now (laughs) yeah i know so i'm actually going to go back to something you said right at the beginning which i am very interested in you said as harsh as it sounds sometimes you have to put up a wall what exactly does that wall look like if you're for instance starting a new relationship versus starting a new friendship like are there is it the same kind of wall are they different like what does that mean so i think by wall i mean like letting them into your life okay or letting them into your vulnerabilities or letting them into your insecurities okay that's what i mean when you have that wall up you don't let them in right away like you don't don't let them in emotionally right away yeah emotionally right away right so Uh, Yes, we have common interests. Yes, we get along so well. Yes, it feels like we've known each other for so long. But that does not mean that they're a safe place yet. That Mm -hmm. does not mean that they've earned the right to come into your safe place. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And I love that you used the word earned a right because you do definitely have to prove yourself in order for that wall to come down safely. And while I completely agree that it's necessary at the beginning, it looks very different to different people. And I'm very weary personally, and maybe this is just me being overly skeptical of of people, but when I meet somebody new and I find that they are very quick to divulge really personal information right from the beginning... That actually makes me a little bit uncomfortable. The other thing that makes me uncomfortable is when people are very quick to tell me about other people's issues um, or any personal information about anyone, especially early on in a friendship, because again, that makes me feel like you're not a safe place, like you're not someone that I'm comfortable 
being vulnerable with or letting you in. And I think some people are a lot better at doing that than others. For some people, it takes a lot of time. Like everyone is very different. You have to know which kind of person you are. Like if you're finding that you're getting burned a lot, it might be that you're opening up too soon. Yeah. You know, like that is the worst experience when you're, you know, caught up in the excitement of getting to know somebody new, regardless of the dynamic of the relationship. And you're just like, oh my God, this person is going to be with me forever. And they're so great and they're so fun. And I'm having Mm -hmm. such a good time with them. And then a few weeks later, you're like, where did this person go? They completely ghosted me, whether it's Mm -hmm. a friend or a relationship. Like it is very difficult to do that once you have given up part of yourself emotionally like you've invested emotionally or you've revealed things about yourself right yeah I also don't think it's just emotional I think it's also like with your time right like Mm. you're giving a lot of your time to someone who has not earned that place yet like use that time well I don't know maybe I'm I'm overthinking the situation but like you're giving yourself up emotionally you're giving yourself up like physically or mentally or whatever if you're totally being consumed by a new person in your life whether friendship or relationship something's off like mm-hmm. i don't like no one should be fully consuming that much time from you when you just start to get to know each other like it should take its time naturally to grow and to blossom and to bloom yeah i couldn't agree with you more especially when i think about relationships starting like new ones i've seen it happen so many times where you know, you get into a new relationship and then all of a sudden, all of the people that used to take up a lot of time in your life, like your friends or family, all of a sudden, no, you don't have time for that anymore. It's all about this new person because we're clicking so well and everything is so fun and you're so excited every moment together and then when you're with your friends you're on your phone all the time and you're like we just have so much to talk about and we're talking till four in the morning and this is just the best thing in the world. And as quickly as that happens, as quickly as it can be taken away. And if you're in a new relationship with someone who is very demanding of that, that is also a huge red flag. Yeah. Anyone who's trying to monopolize most of your time or you do feel like things are just moving a little bit quicker than they should, especially in a new relationship, that's a very good time to like push the brakes. I think that can also be in friendships though. Like sometimes someone comes into your life and they're like, oh my gosh, you're my bestie now. Or, oh my gosh, I love spending time with you. Why are you not available? Who are you spending time with? Why are you not? Why can't you come out? Come on, just come out. Like Mm. there are friendships that start that way too. And then you start feeling guilty for not giving them that time and effort and not letting them in. Or sometimes people will even guilt trip you and be like, I've shared so much with you. Like, why Mm. haven't you shared something back like I tell you everything and you tell me nothing like I think sometimes people expect you to go at the same speed as they are but again if we're going back to the walls idea like they have to earn that like even if they're sharing so much of themselves with you that does not mean that you need to let your wall down and let them in as quickly as they're letting you in actually I would be hesitant to do that and the same thing that you said about how if they're talking about other people in front of you they're going to talk about you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, that's my motto. Like, if someone is so quick to tell me someone else's personal information or vulnerable things or insecurities, I'm like, all right, then you're going to go spread whatever I tell you to your other friends Mm -hmm. or to other people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not down. So there's wisdom that comes with starting new friendships or relationships. Yeah, and I know we're looking at things from the very negative side of things. Like we're all we've been doing is like, ah, put your guard, <laughs> put your guards up, put your wall up, don't open up to anyone. But no, like obviously there is a certain level of vulnerability that is 
normal and necessary Mm. for closeness to develop. But I think speed really matters here. Like you kind of have to ask yourself, what's the rush when things seem like they're moving at a faster pace than what feels natural? Like, you know, you do have to guard your heart. You have to really sit down with yourself at some point and be like, how comfortable do I feel letting this person into parts of my life that not everybody knows about? And if I'm doing that a lot with different people, that's parts of me that people are taking with them, even if this friendship doesn't continue or this relationship doesn't continue. And that is something to think about when you are making that decision. So my biggest thing around new friendships and relationships is figuring out how they are willing to integrate in your life as it is, as opposed to are they just pulling you away from the things that you normally do and the things that you normally like and what you want to talk about and is it just about them or is it about you truly being yourself and getting to know each other and that happening at a normal rate where others can be involved and it's not just a very isolated experience if that makes sense yeah yeah I get that but I wanted to go back to the point that you said about how when you give some of yourself up to someone you kind of have an expectation from them that they're going to continue being that safe place. When you get vulnerable with them, when you share like private things or whatever it might be, you start to have like, oh my gosh, like if I need them in this moment or if I need them when something goes wrong, then they will be there to support, Mm -hmm. right? And then when they don't do that, it really affects us. And Mm -hmm. that's probably another reason why I'm so for having a wall up when you first start a relationship. Because once you give someone a part of you and you start having the expectation that they're going to be the safe place and remain a safe place and they disappear it hurts of course and i mean like c.s lewis has this quote that i love so much um and he basically says that to love at all is to be vulnerable okay and i know that might seem like a stretch from what we're talking about but when we really think about what it means to build a relationship of any kind whether it's a friendship or an intimate relationship vulnerability is necessary it has to be there in order to love there has to be a component of that but i agree that the expectation being there means that there's a condition, right? It's not just, I'm sharing a part of myself with you because I really want you to know a bit more about me and I'm coming from a like a secure place myself. I'm feeling good about where this is going and the speed in which it's going. And it's not like I need you. Like I need you to be there for me because I'm really struggling right now. And so I've we barely know each other and here I am spilling my guts, that is never going to end well, ever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I totally agree with you. And that's why I'm saying like keeping that wall up at first and slowly taking it down brick by brick as you continue to learn about the person and you continue to see that they are someone who is trustworthy, who there is someone who genuinely care about you and have the best interest for you, who genuinely want your friendship or be in a relationship with you. I'm not saying don't be vulnerable. Like, I agree with you 100%. You need to be vulnerable in order for a relationship to blossom and to grow. But do it at a pace that you feel comfortable with. And I think a big part of setting that pace too is giving people a chance to prove themselves as well. 
like when you are starting to open up, start with something small and see how they react to it. Like start with something that, yeah, might be a bit more personal, but it's not like your deepest, darkest, darkest secret that only three people in the world know, you know, (laughs) don't start with that. And I know that might seem like, duh, kind of advice, but I have seen it time and time again where that connection is so strong at the beginning that you just feel like, wow, I could never imagine my life without this person. And then a few weeks later, you're sitting there being like, this is this was not a good choice. So definitely there is a wisdom that needs to be exercised very carefully. I want to give some practical things. I want to discuss some practical vulnerabilities and practical like insecurities that probably should not be discussed within the first week or even the first month of meeting someone just so that the person who's asking this question and asking like what are some general boundaries or what are some general things that we should avoid when first meeting someone so what do you what would you say like are is off the table like do not discuss this do not do this when you're just initially meeting someone so i'm gonna say any past traumatic events and I know that term means different things for different people but yeah I would say that's definitely off the table nothing that is too intense yeah I agree I I would also say don't let people into your insecurities real quick either Mm -hmm. because sometimes people take advantage of that if they're not genuine Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be realistic so like if you tell someone that you're insecure about your body for example or if you tell someone that you're insecure about your intelligence and then later on they bring it up in like a joking way or they bring it up in a hurtful way that's not something that you want to deal with to be completely honest yeah I mean I think we all know what our soft spots are I think that's the rule is that Don't reveal your soft spots to someone that you don't know Mm -hmm. can handle them very, very carefully. Mm -hmm. The thing exactly that you can't take a joke about. That's the kind of thing you should not be telling people that you've just met. Especially if they're just comfortable because they are fun. And then you're like, oh, I could really trust this person. Like we just, we get along so well, but you don't know how they handle that stuff. So be cautious. And I think being cautious means not letting anyone into your inner circle too quickly. Agreed. I think you need to think of yourself as the center of the circle and you are the center and around you there are multiple rings and these rings are people who come in and out of your life. So if you're meeting someone on the outskirts of these rings, they're probably just an acquaintance. Don't be so quick to bring them into the inner circle, which is where you are, which is where the safe haven is. Let them gradually enter into the friendship, then the close friendship, then the like best friendship yeah whatever you want to call it but like no one should be jumping from the acquaintance or the outskirts ring all the way to my safe place and where I am my inner circle in a day or two or a week yeah and the number of people who should be in that inner circle is very 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 limited you know I remember growing up like especially in my teenage years I had so many ups and downs with friends and just like really tough situations that I struggled with and I remember my dad telling me uh you know one time after a huge fight with like a best friend he's like if you make it out of this life with one best friend you should consider yourself like a very lucky person. And that stuck with me so much that it's not, I don't need 20 people in my inner circle. I really just need one or two even. And that 
is so valuable. It is not about quantity here. It's about quality. So don't get caught up in the excitement of the beginnings of anything so much so that you lose yourself in it. Thanks again for tuning in today. Just a reminder that if anything we've said resonated with you, be sure to take a moment to reflect and pray. If you need more guidance or support, please seek out a trusted friend, family member, mentor, or mental health professional. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Orthodox Church. And on that note, we're your hosts, Miriam and Mary, and it was so great catching up with you today. Till next time, love you, bestie.